Welcome to Just James's podcast. Scooby Doo Doo, Wobbly Wow, Billy Mariah, Wow, 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 with Thomas, definitely not Timothy. Yeah! Nailed it! Hello, everybody! Welcome back to Just James! It's your host, James, and I have my beautiful plant, my co host, my buddy, my friend. With me, old Tomo, Thomas the Plant. He's here. For those of you guys new to my podcast, he's the brains behind this operation and the talkative one of the two of us. So, welcome everybody to my regulars. Hello! It's Wednesday, my dudes. It's here. It's Wednesday. Can you believe it? This week is flying. I'm, I'm recording this podcast on Tuesday, actually. It's Tuesday afternoon. I thought, let me, let me, I have a moment. Let me just record the podcast really, really quickly. Um, so, because I'll tell you why, what I'm doing. But I am also waiting for a parcel to arrive at my flat. So, if we get a knock on the door, it's my face cream. <laughs> so, they should be delivering within the next two hours. So, just in case I have to be like, hold on. You'll know why. Uh, because... I don't, I do my podcast in one take. I don't edit. I don't change anything. Anything I say stays. That's the whole premise behind my podcast. It's a raw podcast. It's just, just James. It's just me sitting with my plant, talking nonsense with you guys. So I like that about my podcast. I just, I feel that if I make a mistake or if I say something I shouldn't say, well, then I've said it rather than going in and editing it. And then people can say what they want to say and then like edit it to sound in their favor. Whereas no, this is my podcast and that's the end of. So I, on Saturday, got to be in my bonnet and decided I needed a cup of coffee with my bestie. So we went and had a coffee at Starbucks on Saturday morning. And then I said to her, oh, I need to pop into Morrison's. I need a couple of odds and sods. And I want to go to Boots. And then I was, well, while we were chatting, I said, I really want to repot my snake plant in the bathroom because he's growing so, like you can see, he's like almost, he's taken every inch of that pot that he can take. Uh, and I just thought it's time he gets a slightly bigger home. And then subsequently, if I replace him, I can like bottle, I can sort of like knock on effect change other plants into bigger pots if that makes sense and like do a rotation between the current pots with the current plants which is what I've now done so all my plants have got so we went to this oh yeah so that's rushed ahead of the story so then we decided let's hire a car because Zipcar in the UK has got this flexi thing where you can just pick up a car within minutes of wherever you are, use it for either per minute or per hour. It's a little bit more expensive than like hiring a car for per hour on Zipcar. I think it's £16 an hour, whereas if you just hire it on the normal, you know, hour to hour and you return it to where you got it from, that's only £9 an hour. So it's a massive difference. Uh, but we did that and then I ended up having the car for five hours so it was a bit of like a spinny day out it cost me like 73 pounds to run around whereas if I just hired the car per hour it would have cost me like 45 so it was a massive difference but we could just pick up a car and go which is what we did so we went to B&Q had a little pop around there I got a pot got some soil had a look at some rugs and then I was looking at rugs for my living room and then we decided, well, why don't we just go to Ikea? So we ended up going to Ikea. So we ended up having like a really like busy day of just doing things, 
which uh, was quite cool. So yeah, I had a bit of like an adventure on Saturday. And I have put myself on a new course. So I've sent myself back to school. It is an online course. It's, um, I'm doing a dog nutrition course. So I'm extending my business and my career and I'm doing things that are just going to build my little business a little bit more. So it's a re- I'm loving the course. I'm finding it really, really interesting. I did a dog nutrition course, but it was never to this extent. And the course that I did, looking back on it, I think was actually more of like a CPD course than like a proper degree. Uh, which I didn't quite realize I'd done at the time. I just thought it was a really easy course. Everything was done. I got full marks, you know, and I'm now a dog nutritionist. I actually wasn't, and I and I have to correct that because I didn't know that. Um, I thought that I had done the right course and everything was good, and then when I spoke to somebody that's very influential in the industry, she said, no, 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 the course you've done is actually not the course you think it is. And it was great, actually a really great wake up. And it's made me now do like a proper, proper degree course. So uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm still on the first chapter. It's I've got to do a massive comparison between a really cheap dog food, a medium um, costing wet food, and then like a vet uh, recommended sort of dog food. But what I'm doing is I'm going line for line and learning what every ingredient is in it. Obviously, I've done I've done the module, I've done the the learning, and now this is part of my assignment. And it's so interesting to actually understand what goes in dog food and the side effects of these things. And it's so funny in the cheap, cheap dog food that which is the one I'm still busy on at the moment. The side effects are so much like nausea and um, like stomach like runny stomach and all these things and then yet we're giving that to our dogs it's so crazy so yeah anyway we just see see how it goes i am really enjoying it just to say none the least anyway so it will be really fun uh and i went and did a really nice pilates class this morning i slept so funny on my shoulder and I just, I woke up like my neck was all sore. And then I told my Pilates instructor this morning and we happened to do like a band class with those like stretchy bands. And man, I feel so much better. She really helped me get that stiffness out of my shoulder. It was so great. I feel so good for it. And it's put me in such a great mood. It was a really, I'm just so glad I went this morning. It was really, really nice. Uh, but I've been thinking about motivation a lot this week. And the types of motivation that inspire you to do things. And I do try and keep a really positive podcast. I try and sort of perform things or talk about things that will help you maybe potentially have like a mental shift so that it can give you extra encouragement, you know, a bit of a carrot dangling just just to help out a little bit and, you know, just help you guys find the motivation because sometimes I need to hear it as well. Sometimes I need to be told or I need to think about the fact that I, I've got to build motivation. But, we you know, things come and go. There's, there's good weeks, there's bad weeks. I have the same. I don't always have a positive week. There's weeks I don't even want to record my podcast and it's it's just very normal. And there's weeks like this week where I couldn't wait to record. So, you know, I think in all aspects of business and our careers and things that we're involved in and, you know, things that we love and, you know, like this podcast is my absolute passion project. I love it. I love talking to you guys and I love the feedback from you. 
So it's something I enjoy doing. Um, but, you know, not every morning do I wake up vitalized and ready to work and power through my to-do list. You know, there's other times you want to smack that alarm clock and you just really don't want to get up. So, you know, there's peaks and valleys and we experience our own things. I've just realized that all my lounge, I've left all my living room windows open. I'm actually sitting in a different room, but I don't know if you can hear the trains because I've opened all those windows. It's really hot in my flat today. So if you can, I'm sorry, guys, I, I should have done that before the podcast started. Um, but, you know, I think ideally we have to look at the why behind the actions that we perform and what gives us this motivation and what's le- leaving us feeling inspired you know, sometimes we've got to drag ourselves to the gym, but then you go and do that class and you feel amazing or you're fighting a mental battle of procrastination or you make a mental shift to reconnect your sort of source of motivation. So there's um, extrin- extrinsic, which is the first one. And the chance are most of the things that you do each day are extrinsically motivated. So, so for example... Um, how do you explain it? Uh, so like light exercise to light weight, for example. So if you're learning another language or you're doing something to pressure friends or you're going to work and you're waiting for that motive, you know, for that um, praise, there's, you know, there, there's things that ex- extrinsic motivation is something that you have to do that you get a reward out of it. So you do it in order to get a a reaction. So like at work, you do it to gain financial gain. If you doing it to impress your friends, you know, you, you're getting that sort of um, reward from it. And that's sort of like inspirational. So it's refocusing on external rewards that will give you like sort of like quick goals, quick activities that will help you sort of get that focus. And then you get in, intrinsic, which I don't know why I'm struggling with these words that I wrote them all down so that I wouldn't forget them. And I've just struggled to read my own handwriting. So <laughs> it's just one of those things. So these are activities that are inherent satisfaction rather than a specific consequence. So this is when a person, you do an action that is fun or challenging rather than getting a reaction out of it or reward from it. So it's something that you find that is helpful to you. So there's a very few handful of actions that you perform each day that will fall into this bucket. Your job might not particularly be one of the sources of them or, you know, if you get your head around going for a run because you enjoy the experience and you want to unplug and pound the pavement rather than sort of like wanting a health benefit from it. It's just because you enjoy doing it. So that's that type of motivation. And sometimes it's purposeful and it's enjoyment rather than receiving a goal or something that you've set for yourself as well. So, um, the, the, you know, there's different ways in which you can do that. And then the third one is family. And a lot of people don't actually realize that family is such a huge motivation. So finding intrinsic motivation isn't always easy, especially for those of us who aren't passionate about our work. Luckily, there's a way to compensate. Think about your family. This is emerged as a third source of motivational proven to be a strong source of inspiration even for those who don't feel intrinsic or extrinsical motivated for something so there's a new study that looks at a group of factors that it actually comes from like daily tasks without a reward and good performance you think about the absence of both of the intrinsic and the extrinsic motivator 
And there could be other incentives at work that give us motivation. And one of the main things that people find motivating is their family, family motivation. So you care about supporting your family. You feel energized and you feel like a performance is done well every day when there's an enjoyment and you can come home and enjoy the rewards with your family. So you're motivated because you know then you can do that family holiday. You can there's you know there's family pressure and there's obligations and there's all these other things that motivate us as well but also keep in mind that if we spend the day stuck in an inbox or staring at a computer and they know at the end of it we're going to go home to our families that's something that can be really motivating for a lot of people and i think that finding motivation in your loved ones is a really important thing so i hope that helps i hope it gives you something to to think about and a reason to find some motivation today and I we're halfway through the week we're almost there guys let's just get to the end of it we're almost through the end of the week and then we can go and spend that weekend with our loved ones go and spend that weekend with our families and do the things that we really really want to do so when another thing that I thought about especially when it comes to like work motivation is meetings for the sake of meetings and somebody had a poll on LinkedIn, and I must say, I didn't actually clock who wrote it down, you know, who put the poll up. I I can't give them credit for it because I honestly just sort of saw it and went, oh, that's actually a really good thing to talk about. So kind of stole their idea for my podcast. I will put my hand up to that. And I went, oh, actually, I could talk about that. That's a really great thing. And I think one of the things that we need to do, and I mean, I understand if you don't work for yourself, and you have a boss and you have a manager and you have a like a chain of command and they are put meetings in place that you are also tied to employment contracts and obligations. So I'm not saying that you can stop meetings in any possible way. I own my own business. Uh, I own two businesses actually and I will not meet for the sake of having a meeting. I won't. I just physically will not do it. And I think there's, but there is a time where you can dictate your meetings and you have the ability to to be a little bit more fussy on to what sort of meetings you have. And those are the people I'm talking to right now. And it's, it's you go, oh, that's all great for you to say, but I can't dictate meetings. Get that, completely do. This is for those, you know, everybody is in a different path. Everybody's in a different place. And you can't always predict that this is what's going to happen. But one-on-one meetings, stand-up meetings, team meetings that you have to attend every week, there are things that you can look at and learn from when to meet and when not to, especially if you're setting meetings as well. Effective meetings tend to be in the threes. So there's important decisions, there's a debate, and there's a discussion. Everything else you can handle in sync. So take a look at like your meetings that you're doing, your one-on-one meetings in particular. And is there anything that's surprising or confusing for you? And sometimes you can also say to your bosses and be like, dude, like we, do, we don't need a meeting for a meeting. I, I used to say that all the time. Do we need this meeting? Do we fucking need to be here? Like, what do you want to be here for? Sorry, I did swear there. I am still trying very hard not to swear. <laughs> but I think keep meaning to the three Ds. So the three Ds are the important decisions, debates, and discussions. One-way door discussions is really important. Um, aversive choices like what are we gonna how are we gonna hire the next CEO? How are we gonna hire the next CEO? Like those are important meetings that you need to do. 
there's a big dis- debate. So should the prime product color be blue or green? You know, should we have an obsession with the plants or like, do we like the doorman? You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's, there's big decisions that have to be made. And then there's getting unblocked. So if you're going back and forth, but you can't make progress, you can't get further with something, sometimes having a meeting and actually getting other peers or your manager's assistance is really, really helpful. Um, there's creative brainstorming, you know, general, general, you know, coming up with general ideas for your new campaign, coming up with strategies. There's team building, st- brainstorming things that are really good. Uh, kick off first time meetings and one on ones. You know, if you need to build trust, you have to build FaceTime with your managers, new staff. That can be really helpful. Uh, sensitive or challenging topics, so personal issues or performance feedback. Those are very important to have a meeting on. And then there's like non of the three D meetings that um, that I think are the time wasters and that's if you can say it over email or a text or a picture why have a meeting I used to have a sales meeting every Monday morning at nine o'clock and it was everybody hated it and it was not motivating there was nothing motivating in it it actually made you dread the day or like a Friday afternoon sales meeting it just what is the point all you're doing is trying to prove that your staff are working and you're having a meeting for the sake of a meeting. And I hated it. So status like status updates and FYIs, you know, send over things that you can send over an email or have a chat about why have a meeting over. Getting feedback or support. I mean, yes, sometimes that can be really important. But if you can support somebody over an email, why have a meeting about it? Sharing a proposal. You know, if you've written a concept draft, send it on an email. Let somebody read it. They can come back to their comments. There's two-way door discussions, you know, like should we buy, should we purchase? And then like a quick, straightforward question, like a 10-minute meeting. Why have a meeting if you just have one question? Pop it on email, don't send it to people. But I think you've got to grade your meetings. And I think one of the things that will be really important, especially if you are a manager, is have a meeting scorecard. When you're done, reflect on the three Ds, notice that there's a pattern Did your meeting stack up? Was your meeting important enough? Do your staff feel that the meeting is important? And if your staff don't see value in it, you need to reassess why you're having these meetings and do a meeting cleanse. Sometimes a meeting, those meeting workshops will clean up a meeting that aren't based on the 3Ds. So the risks of, or sort of cutting down meetings or handling unsynchronized things can be really really helpful sometimes because your team can just get on with things you know sprinkling what you really need to have a meeting about and what you don't and that way your staff can be a lot little bit more focused on what they need to be doing rather than pulling them away from the work that they're working on and actually like taking their focus away they they can just carry on with what they're meant to do and I think there's things like, sh- sh- thank thank you for including me. I'm trying to be more disciplined about the schedule. Can we try this over an email first? You know, if somebody does want to have a meeting with you, I'd be happy to give you feedback. But before we schedule a meeting, can we review it in a document? There's different things you can say to your staff when they are trying to set up meetings as well to build a better habit. So your next status update in a chat should be, you know, it shouldn't always just be I'm in a meeting. 
And I think it sets better goals in the office. It helps your staff just be a little bit more focused. If I'm constantly getting pulled away from what I'm doing, it takes me ages to get back into it again because then my brain's on something else. I'm involved in something else and I'm not actually focusing on what I'm there to do. And that for me, I just think is a waste of everybody's time. And I don't want you to waste your time. But anyway, there's a B12. I'm sorry, I'm jumping to another topic now. What I I like to talk about some medical stuff. As you guys know, I've worked in medical for a really long time. And I was talking about a lot of treatments and stuff. And a lot of you guys like the treatments. But somebody actually DM me. Uh, what is your name? Oh, my God. Alison. Alison, DM me. And you said you were very interested in B12 injection therapy. So I know sometimes if you're in the UK, the NHS will, they can do like sort of a blood test. They can check your B12 levels and vitamin D levels and all of that. And they normally recommend you get some injections. And sometimes it's just quicker to go through a private clinic. They normally cost about £35 at a private clinic in the UK. But um, what is a vitamin B12? You know, some people don't actually understand what it is. And vitamin B12 plays a really important role in brain function and the production of DNA and red blood cells. So vitamin B12 is a water-soluble vitamin. It's also known as cobblemine. So it's very popular. It's definitely a rising trend. I see it in a lot of the clinics at the moment. It's a supplement with B12 that it's, that's particularly common because it there's a quite a massive deficiency worldwide or I wouldn't say worldwide. It's widespread. It's probably the better word to use and worldwide. Um, but what are the actual benefits of having an injection of it? If you're looking to improve your energy for your health, if you have a really active lifestyle, you might consider like a B12 shot and it could be really beneficial for a healthier brain, your cardiovascular system, your physical and psychological well-being. All of those things can be improved by taking a vitamin B12 injection. So it will help to increase production at an early, it's sort of like have an early release of um, melatonin and it aids in regular sleep. It really helps you sleep as well. But it also does improve stress levels. It increases improves fatigue, brain fog, physical stamina, and your immune system as well. And they can be used intermittently and sort of like with a proper rejuvenation for like exhaustion. It's really, really, really good for that. And each symptom, you know, if you're if you're suffering from a, a B12 um, deficiency, you'll notice that um, you sort of have a weakness or fatigue you have heartburn. Um, heartburn drugs can cause it as well. If you're taking too many heartburn tablets, if you're taking birth control, uh, heavy drinking, if you have a false positive on a pap test, um, there's anemia is another one. I'm just trying to think what else there is. Digestive problems. All of those things can, can really um, affect your B12 levels. So, it's something to really consider if you if you really are having some struggles with your B12 as well. So just something to consider if you're looking for, if you sort of feel like you're a little bit overtired or um, you need some help with something, I would certainly um, say that that would be a really good thing as well. 
So, yeah, hopefully that helps and gives you some advice. So last week's conundrum, nobody got. But also my beautiful conundrum queen, Michelle, was away for her anniversary. So congratulations to you and your hubby. Uh, I did see your pictures online. They looked amazing. They went and had a look at the at Salem, which is very cool. And she gave me a very cool book to read uh, suggestion. I have ordered it. I'm just waiting for it to arrive. So hopefully I'll get the book and then I'll tell you guys a little bit about the book that I'm reading when I do get it. So Michelle has a um, has a free pass because she wasn't here. And um, I completely understand that she, you, you did chat to me on DM about my mom because after my brother's wonderful wedding, my mom and my stepdad got COVID and it's taken them literally a week and a half to come right from it, the poor things. And the worst part is, is that almost a week before the wedding, they had a COVID and a flu jab. So they're both completely vaccinated. They've got four freaking COVID jabs and they both got COVID. So, and it's taken them literally weeks to come right from it. They've just really not been well, but they are doing much better. Funny enough, me and Mish spoke about this morning over DM. But I did notice you hadn't put the conundrum on, so I'm sure it wasn't on purpose. I'm pretty sure you, because you did say you listened to the podcast. So uh, don't worry, Mish. You are forgiven this week for not getting the answer, so don't worry about it. And then nobody else put the answer in either. So what is the difference between a jeweler and a jailer? And the answer is a jeweler sells watches and a jailer watches sells. <laughs> so that I like that little conundrum. Now this week's one is a tricky one and I'm hoping that it's going to give you guys something to think about but I speak without a mouth and I hear without ears I have no body but I come alive with wind what am I I speak without a mouth and I hear without ears I have no body but I come alive with wind what am I so uh send your answers in to just james podcast just underscore james underscore podcast and I will give you some answers I mean, when I give you some answers, I'll give you a shout out on next week's podcast. So hopefully you get that. I'm also, what, um, I found a brand new TikTok, which is so cute. It's about corgi puppies. She's got a litter of corgi puppies and um, she calls them baby baked potatoes. And they're in a gang called um, Potato Salad. And every time they're like, they pull weed, she calls them potato peels. It's so cute. So she, they're in the penitentiary. They're in the, 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 um, the baked potato penitentiary. It is so cute and so funny. And it's so clever the way she talks about these puppies being in a penitentiary. It is so cute. And it's C, capital C dot capital J dot, so CJ. And honestly, I'm really enjoying her TikToks. They are so cute. And of course, it's puppies. And just her explanation of these puppies being in a, in a, penitentiary and they're like locked up for being naughty it's just so stinking cute so highly 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 recommend if you're looking for a really cute tiktok to give her a shout but guys i think this week i think our focus on our motivation is to love our family let's work super hard let's live your passion it's never too late to be what you might have been and i'm taking myself back to study i'm really enjoying a cool course it is never too late to learn something and i think taking an opportunity in a week or taking just improving something for yourself can just be really good for you you know do something different do something new start start a new challenge start a new book start a new chapter anything that's going to help you feel like a better person this week and and give you 
and your family some some strength and motivation so i hope everybody has a wonderful week and i look forward to seeing you next week goodbye they're the two best friends that anyone can have they're the two best friends that anyone can have they're the two best friends that anyone can have just james and thomas the plant